and welcome back to this super special episode of the Wheel Talk podcast. My name is Abby Mickey. We talk about women cycling here and today is going to be wild. I don't know if everybody caught it, but over on the men's side, Placeholders podcast did a draft, like a American football style draft pick for men's of the men's teams. We all made men's teams. It was chaotic. And now we're racing each other. So we're going to do the same with the women's side. We've collected a quite insane group of human beings for this episode. As always, we have Gracie Elvin. Hey, hey, I just turned my video off because my internet's terrible. So please bear with me today. (laughs) (laughs) And also video off, Lauren Rowney. Good morning, everyone, or good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are. This this podcast is pretty special because we've got two people from three people from down under. We're uh, overrun this yeah. morning. I am vastly outnumbered. Matt Deneve. Hello, good to be back. Thank you for having me. First appearance this year, I think. Yeah, that's true. We've missed having you on the podcast and Matilda Reynolds. Hey, Tim. Thanks for having me. G'day. So. We're going to do a draft style pick and we'll explain the rules in a second. But first we need to talk about Omloop mm-hmm. and I'm going to start the timer because we are, we're on a crunch. We're, we're crunching this episode. We can't, it can't be two hours long for multiple people's sanity. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about Omloop. What an opening, opening weekend. I mean, I, for one, went into Omloop thinking, that SC Works was just going to wipe the floor with everybody. And I'm not going to lie, after last year, I I am super impressed with what they do. I like their riders, but I also just want to see a little bit of variety. And so going into Omloop Head Newsblad, I was like, we're just going to see SC Works. I don't know how excited I am. And the the switch that happened <laughs> between the morning of Omloop Head Newsblad and when the race had ended, I am so excited for the rest of the classic season because what a race. Uh, I think that the, one of the most exciting things that we got to see is the goat is back. hundred mm-hmm, percent. To be fair to us, I have to say last episode, I'm sure we, we spoke about the fact that there had been some key transfers, um, from 2023 to 2024 and that, yeah, I felt there was slightly more of an even spread with talent and that, um, certain teams, uh, rosters had been boosted essentially and that we're going to see more riders in the mix and a bit of a difference um you know playing out of things during the races how it did play out in the end um was very exciting I was thrilled to see uh Trek racing how we remembered them two three years ago um so for me yeah it was a great weekend and I look forward to what's going to happen at Strider. I feel like Little Trek, they got a lot of heat online. And I wrote an article after the race about how SD Works had a bad day, which we can talk about a little bit. And and how Voss and Trek, Little Trek, like they had a great day. And people were like, I I feel like you're doing a disservice to Trek. Like they got third and fourth. But like, what else are they supposed to do? They're going into the sprint Mm -hmm. with Shirin and Eliza, both of which are decent in a sprint, but they're not going to beat Kopecky and boss. What else are you going to do? Well, like what other tactics could you possibly do than just try to throw everything you have at them? And I loved seeing that from Trek because I feel like 
a year ago, we would have just seen Shirin on the front and Aliza sitting on, and that would have been their tactic in the finale of the race. But instead they were like, we might as well give everything we have. And if we lose, at least we gave it our all. And if we win, that would be really cool. <laughs> but I feel like I loved what we saw from Trek. I, I give them so much props for, for actually going all in and doing what they could because they were in an impossible situation against the two riders that they were against. Yeah, that was going to be my question. I just don't know what you, like what else could Trek have done, but I just think, gosh, to like, just make sure you rewatch that finale because to watch Mariana Voss during that, those last final kilometers, she was so poised. She knew exactly what she was doing. Like she is just such a classy rider, which never fades. And I think what's really exciting is, um, you know, and like she, the the fact that when she got off the front with uh, Shirin Van Anroy and didn't work and was very slow to work because she was like very confident um, in her finish and taking on um, Kapeki, which is amazing when she's been out of the sort of racing at the top end and she's taking on the very best in the world to have that confidence in herself. But I think what's so exciting is, yes, the boss is back and, Yes, it's insane that she's back with how much cycling has grown and improved in the her era. Um, and she's probably you can probably say she's had many eras. But I think what we're gonna see, hopefully, this classics is that uh the Peloton is closing the gap on SD Works. Um, I think SD Works in terms of their training, altitude, their support, the way they went about things, the professionalism of SD Works has always been quite far ahead of the Peloton. And I'm just really hoping we're gonna see that gap less, um, you know, come together a lot more um, with the Peloton also just becoming so much more professional. Yeah, I hope you're right, Tills. I mean, I sort of wonder how much energy Kopecky wasted at the end there. She rode like someone who was very confident in the sprint and very, you know, yeah, put a lot of energy into chasing down a lot of moves at the end. And I wonder if it cost her anything in the sprint because it looked like Voss won the sprint pretty easily in the end. Um I wonder if Kopecky will replay that in her mind and go, maybe I should have been a bit more patient or or maybe not. I don't know. But I I suspect she'll probably take something away from that. And I don't think, uh, yeah, I think she'll definitely take something away from that. I wonder two things about Kopecky in this situation. Like she said on the record that she lost a, a bit of weight over the off season to try to get better at the climbs. And obviously we saw that at UAE tour. But we've also seen in the last couple years her transform into more of a sprinter to more of a classics rider because she's leaned out so much and she's um, focused her training in one specific way. And I wonder if she's doubled down on that and now her sprinting has maybe taken a little bit of a hit because of it. Because I think a year ago she would have probably beat Voss in that sprint if it had been the exact same finale and Voss was in the form she was on Saturday. But I also think it was interesting to me, SC works the whole race because... Obviously, they went into the race without Marlon Royster, who would have been probably the game changer in this situation. Um, she was out with a virus, but also Volering didn't look like she was on great form. Like when she was chasing down Aliza Longaborghini when Aliza went earlier on and was bridging to the gap, the break that was already up the road, Volering didn't look great. Like she should have been able to close that gap down to Aliza and she couldn't. So I think SC works. They just weren't on a good day. Yeah, I just 
really highlighting that last 5k because I think that was like an awesome final to race to watch sorry to um just I think that Mariana just did just that touch less work in chasing mm-hmm. the two trek riders because I think Kapeki felt the weight of the responsibility she probably mm-hmm. felt like that she had the most pressure on her to win out of those four and I think she just she just did that a little bit more than Voss did and I think Voss could fox it a little bit pardon the pun and um but yeah also I think I don't know if I should say this or not, but like I just feel like Voss wanted it more and we've all seen Voss like in the gutter spewing after races. Like she can just go that just that much deeper than almost everybody else. And she didn't look wrecked at the end. Um, she looked pretty happy on her salute, but I, I dare say that she'd absolutely given everything. She got the jump, I think, just a touch early as well. And they they pretty much got a good lead out from Van Anroy too. So I think she was just like locked and loaded and just had that extra maybe a few watts in the tank, maybe more than Kapeki did, and also just wanted it so much more maybe than the other four. Like, of course, they all wanted it, but we all know what Voss is like with that white line fever. Mm-hmm. I think I called it on the, what is it, the Moore de Couple? Oh, the Hedisbergen climb. As soon as Kapeki accelerated and Voss was straight on her wheel and she wasn't shaking her, I was like, it's done. I'm like, she's back. This is it. She is going to do everything she can to get to the finish line with Kapeki and beat her. And my partner was like, you sure about that? And I was like, yep. And I think uh, the few times that Kapeki did go, she was surprised that she didn't gap um Voss and I think even like Sharin managed to make you know that quartet so for for her it would have been a bit of a huh okay this worked last year but it didn't work now I mean it's a different year of course and different goals this year but um everything Gracie said you could see Voss was just so much smarter in the finish there and Kapeki was hesitating a little bit too because you could see what Trek were doing they were doing the one two one two that's all they had to do so you had to keep your eye on each rider, but she was like, uh, there are a few occasions where she just waited a little bit too long and instead of going as soon as, you know, the riders went, she was having to make that pop, that real jump. And I think at the end of a hard race like that, as soon as you start doing those super hard accelerations, it's it's game over. She wasn't going to have the pop at the end there. I'm so impressed with Sharin. She she got a last minute call up. She wasn't supposed to be racing. Brody Chapman was supposed to be at the race, but is still suffering after her crash in uh, Valenciana. And so they called up Sharin like two days before the race. And then she did that. <laughs> it's like really impressive. I mean, I feel like this performance from Sharin, she's won a world tour race before. She won, uh, obviously, Trofeo Alfredo Binda last year. But something like this is like uh, eye-opening a bit for Sharin. Like, okay, you can be there in the finale of Pet Newsblad with the world champion, the GOAT, and the most consistent female cyclist there has ever been ever in the history of time. And you were right there throwing punches with the three of them. And it's like the future is Sharin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess... You know, she missed basically the whole cross season. I don't even remember if she raced at all. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I didn't notice her. And then, of course, around Worlds, she was just 
um, before Worlds, she was just spectating at a few of the Dutch races. So I, I had a feeling she was really going to target the spring. Um, obviously, there are big names on that team, but there are all the, always these sort of opportunities that can come available to a rider like her because she's strong enough and she's proven, um, you know, her capabilities. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see her winning or at least podium in some of the classics. Well, we've we've hit our 10 minutes that I gave us for Omloop, and I, I know that all of us want to talk more about it. Um, so I will let everyone have a last word, and then we'll draft. And then we're going to draft. <laughs> I <laughs> feel so more? out of my element. <laughs> I just want to know how many more races we're going to see Voss win this year. God, I hope a lot. I just Actually, no, I don't even care. If she only wins one more race this year, and it is Perry Roubaix Femme. The world will be at rights. <laughs> Everything will be good. <laughs> and I will be happy. Yeah, I think just remembering it, I guess, yeah, there's still a few mistakes being made. It's still so early season. So many of the, uh, for these riders, it was their first race. And obviously for most, you know, first race back in Europe. So, you know, there's still mistakes being made on the weekend, like letting Christian Faulkner get a gap. So, you know, we'll forgive them this once and uh, and then look forward to Stradivianchi. <laughs> That was that was such a wild race. Like, yeah, we didn't talk about, we can't talk about uh, it. Van Het Hageland. We saw it. Yeah. But <laughs> man, the whole there was a whole race going on and Faulkner was just doing her thing and it was like they forgot. And they like going into what 5K with like two and a half minutes, you're like, wow, that that's the race done. <laughs> like, goodbye. She, she should have uh, stayed saved it for Strata Bianchi. But anyway, hopefully they won't forget. <laughs> Matt, any any final thoughts before we draft? Yeah, I just wanted to highlight what Lauren said about the Moor climb. Uh, that was a, I'm glad she pointed that out because that was a real moment for me when Kapeki looked back and Voss was still there. We definitely wouldn't have seen that last year, and I think that was a really, really exciting moment, and I think it bodes really nicely for the, the upcoming spring classics for sure. Man, I, I wish we could get this crew together every weekend. This is fun. All right. We are doing a draft episode today. If you listen to the men's one, which came out last week, if you didn't listen to it, I recommend it was entertaining, even though I got made fun of the whole time. Um, but it was a good, it was a good listen. <laughs> so we're going to do the same with the women's Peloton. What we're going to do is a snake style draft. I've already random using a random name generator. We have our order in which we're going to pick. We're going to go through team names first before we start picking riders, but Matt got the lucky pick and is our first, our first to pick. And unlike on the men's side, we are not going to pick existing world tour teams. Instead, I want to do like a totally normal style. If you've ever done Velo games or anything like that, you come up with your own name. And I mostly want to do this because I came up with a just amazing name. And I was like, I can't not use this name. So we're going to pick our own names uh, of team names fully made up before for instead of, yeah, a traditional, there are a lot of problems with the sponsorship model of cycling. And I think this is the moment when we overthrow that. <laughs> and then we're going to go through no rider is off limits on the men's side. We did only world tour, but I think for the women's side that would remove EF from the conversation, which would be a huge bummer. So, and there's other riders on other teams. I'm sure that people will want to pick. So we're doing 
any female who is racing. Uh, the points are going to be tallied based on UCI points starting January 1st until November 1st. And we will, throughout the year, um, smack talk each other, hopefully, on podcasts. There are only two rules that I came up with. If anyone has any other ones, we can add. But the only two rules that I came up with is you can't pick more than three riders per team. Like you can't pick more than three SC works riders or little check riders. And you have to have at least one rider over 32 and run one rider under 22. I don't know why I came up with that rule. It just sounded like a good one. I felt like you should have a young rider and you should have an over 32 rider. Um, Matt has a question. Go for it. I do. So when you say over 32, is 32 okay or does it have to be over 32? And similarly with 22, does it have to be under 22 or can 22 be included? I hadn't thought of that. So what do you think? This is a democracy. Good question. I uh, Including the age, if possible. Yeah, because that's fine. We can include There are a couple of riders. That are just on the cusp. There are a few riders that are right on the yeah, cusp. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, it's we can relevant. totally Okay, we'll we'll do that. Including so 32 and up and 22 and under. Mm-hmm. Um during the picks, we have 30 seconds to make our pick because we we're on a time crunch. So we're going to have 30 seconds to pick. If you can't pick in that 30 seconds, the next person goes and until you make a pick. So you could just blurt it out while the next person is picking. That's fine, <laughs> but the next person has Chaos. probably picked who you who you wanted to pick. Um, can will there be a trade in case if your rider crashes out for the season or decides to get some sort of uh. artery uh, surgery? Are there any trades? And then secondly, <laughs> are all UCI awarded points equal? Uh, so any event that you can get UCI points for is that included in the total? Any UCI points are up for grabs. I, yes, we can do a trade. I propose a trade when the trade window opens in real life. So is that June 1st? Yeah. Oh, okay. So in the beginning of June, in the beginning of June, we can reconvene, hopefully all five of us again on this podcast (laughs) at ungodly hours, even though I just promised Hills, I would never have her record a podcast at 11 PM ever again. Um, and, <laughs> and we can make a, make a trade. Yeah. We can totally do that. That sounds, that sounds super fun. Um, because yeah, sometimes you never know. Sometimes I propose that after each pick round, there is an opening for smack talk. We don't have mm-hmm. to have smack talk. We can go directly into another round, but we could have a dis- discussion of sorts after each pick round. If someone has something they want to say. Matt has one more question. Yeah, well, it's not a question. It's more um, a round of early smack talk. <laughs> oh, I just great. want to say that, um, Tills, I'll be disappointed um, if you don't pick yourself oh. given you're the only UCI <laughs> registered cyclist on this call. So you're obliged to pick yourself. Team. There's not enough riders for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, so unlike it. the men's one, we're only doing eight riders. The men yeah. did 10, and I felt like it felt really long after we picked our eighth rider. So for the women, I'm I'm just saying eight plus we have less riders that start races and the teams are smaller on the women's side and there's not as much racing. So I feel like eight is a good number. If anyone has a problem with that, I'm the boss. So. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> All I'm right. curious any, to see any, further like, questions? how serious the the names of the teams are or if like people have gone yeah, through ridiculous uh-huh. names like I, I kind of <laughs> have because if it's like some like really professional name well I'll go uh, to the ones that chat, chat GPT suggested <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, are we ready? Yeah. All right, Matt, you want to start us off with your team name? Mine's not particularly clever. Um, it's just uh, amateur pro cycling. I, I just quite like the idea of having amateur and pro in the same team name. I came up with this elaborate backstory that was funny in my head, but <laughs> I don't really need to share it. So amateur pro cycling team. Fantastic. Tills. Okay, well, mine's been on a bit of a journey. I'll be really quick. But when previously when I heard the men's, I thought we had to pick a pro team. So I was going to go with AG Insurance, thinking that Patrick Lefebvre had put his foot in it one too many times. All the sponsors had left the men's team, and they all moved to the women's team, making a super team. Mm-hmm. So I was going to do like an AG Insurance TikTok collective, also TikTok being another major sponsor. Um, but I really like the idea of having a member-funded uh, team, and as I am not uh, unemployed by uh, Escape Collective, um, I'm not sucking up to Kaylee. He's not my boss. Uh, so my team name is the Collective Cartel, but I have to tell you, I did go to chat GPT for some suggestions, obviously tweaked a little bit, just very quickly. These were their suggestions for women's Teams, Zwift Sirens, Pedal Queens, Cyclone Sisters, Eora Riders, Blaze Bellas, Wildfire Women, Solar Spinners, Lunar Ladies, Radiant Riders, Creme de la Crank, Spin Syndicate, and these last two, Thunder Thighs and Resting Bitch Face. Oh my God, so many of those were so good. So many of those were so good. So if anyone's struggling, there, there is a solution. But I have gone with uh, the Collective Cartel. If ever, if we ever change the name of this podcast, I would like it to be the Spinning Sirens. The Spinning Sirens. <laughs> All right, my team is going to be uh, a Taylor Swift reference, oh, and love that it. is we, we all knew that death by a yeah. thousand <laughs> death by a thousand attacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great! I love that. You're welcome. That's great. <laughs> Crazy. Um, amazingly, uh, it seems like ChatGPT has read my mind because actually one of my words was on that list. Mm. Um, my team name is called RBF Spokeswoman Racing. So <laughs> racing big face. Um, my it. very, very first ever bike was a spokesman. So it's uh, now spokeswomen, uh-huh. which is like a nice double entendre because I believe in advocacy and currently commentating. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my name, RBF Spokeswoman Racing. Well Amazing. Love it. Okay, I think Lauren? mine's the weirdest. It's Super Lecker um, Potato Pro Women's Cycling Team because that's one of the biggest uh, fruits <laughs> manufacturers in Belgium. And seeing though I'm living here and, like, love the classics, I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going with. And Louis agrees with me. So there you go. Well Lauren, your amateur development team can be called Fritz Mayo. Yes, that was going to be the original <laughs> name. You read my mind, Gracie. Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. All right. Well, with, with our team names out of the way, are we ready for some picks? Yeah, let's do it. Matt, the pressure is on. Yeah. Do you need me to start the timer or do we can we all just commun- communitively, that's not a word, guess who you've picked for your first rider? 
Oh, you can guess if you want to. No, I, I wonder if it's to. changed, I though. I, I wonder if Matt's pick has changed based on what happened on the weekend. Well, I think I think there's two picks you could make. I think it has to be Vollering or Kapeki, mm. honestly. Right. Um, second, and so. I think <laughs> <laughs> based on last year, I would have gone Vollering. And I'm I'm really not sure. I still haven't decided. But let's let's go with Kapeki. I'm going to go a lot of Kapeki, number one. Yeah, that's I think it. you go either way there. I think I was. I would have gone Kapeki too. I thought about yeah. that. Yeah, me I, too. Yeah. I definitely would have gone Kapeki. I'm just not sure. There's, there's a UCI points at the Olympics, right? Yeah. 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 There are. Track. Okay, yeah. But she's. I'm concerned about her coaching herself. She's not a rider that needs to be told to do more thresholds. She's a rider that needs to be told to sit in bed with a T. So. Also, yeah. she <laughs> is also doing the track. She's doing the track. Yeah, so that was actually a consideration so. for a few of my riders. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Tills, who you got? Demi Vollering. <laughs> but if I ever meet Kebeki in person, then I definitely picked her first. I'm going Mariana Voss. I feel like this weekend solidified for me that that is a choice that I would make a heart and head uh, pick yeah. in tandem. <laughs> And it makes brings me Smart. great joy. Gracie? I'll go Webus. Oh, yeah. She gets a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lauren? Rosa. Oh. There you go. That's like all the best picks right there. And then because it's a snake style, Lauren, you get to go again. Uh, da, da, da. All my big names. Um, I'll go Longo Bagini. Oh, man. Oh, good one. I, I reckon she's going to have a good, a good one this one. year. Yeah. yeah. And like, I you know, so. if she has that horrendous bad luck again, well, we can make a, what is it? A transfer or a swap? Whatever you call it. Yeah. June, agree? around the beginning of June, we can do a swap. Yeah. Gracie, who you got? Oh, I'll go lip it. Ah, that was going to be, yep. Good choice, Gracie. I've got my, my second list and there she is. All right, I am going to go, this is potentially like a little bit, I don't know, but um, I'm going to go Pfeiffer Georgie. Ah, yeah. Good call. I like it. Yeah. Tills? I'm going to go Cassia. I I thought you'd Mm -hmm. go there, the heart. I knew you'd take her. Yeah. Yeah, Nia Doma. For all her her 30 fifth places. Uh, so she's always top five. It all accumulates, Tills. <laughs> she's, she's always there, you know, she's like she's racking up points. All in there for the top five. Yeah. I mean, she's the sixth highest ranked rider, mm-hmm. UCI ranked rider, I think. Mm. Um, so she's always up there. Like, it's a good pick, even if she doesn't win super often. And when she wins, man. It's epic. <sighs> that, that gravel yeah. world champs going to still be good points. Yeah, that gravel world <laughs> champs, man. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> So I get two here, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll go CLA. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think she's good for lots of points. Oh, and Sylvia Persico. Oh. Big fan. Big Persico Ooh. fan for a lot of years. And I think she's going to be good for me this year. Yep. Uh, that's an interesting pick because she's not, um, she's not really had as good a season as she did for, in I think it was 2020, 2020, 2021. She really had a couple good years. And, 2022, uh, maybe it was she was 20... also good. Yeah, she was great yeah, in the 2022. tour. Yeah, and then yeah, but last great. year she didn't really. She wasn't that great. I mean, she was still amazing, but she kind of dropped off a little bit. Mm. Or like, um, yeah, but a good choice. Tills, who you got? Um, I'll go Labu, Juliet Labu. 
Detroit, right? Is she still available? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a good pick. I'm going to go Sharon Van Anry. Mm. Gracie? I'm going Daggett. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... that's yeah. So, Abby, you've got both your young rider and your uh, older rider. I didn't do that on purpose. Already. Yeah, but that's nice. That, that happened on accident. I think I wanted that rule because I didn't want... I wanted us to have a young rider, and it felt like a... It felt wrong to say, okay, you need to have a young rider and you shouldn't have an older rider because I am of the opinion that we should do away with the best young rider Jersey, at least on the men's side and have like a best dad Jersey. I feel like that would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Not that you're biased or anything. No. (laughs) Okay. Best old man Jersey. Um, they'd love that. (laughs) But I, yeah. So that's why I wanted the best young rider and the best, over 32 which is not old but in this sport all right lauren pick um Who you got elisa balsamo it's a good one Ooh, i think yeah, she's shown already some good early season form she's gonna have confidence going into the next races uh she was even she was still good on saturday so i have confidence she might not win a ton but i reckon she'll sweep up a bunch of points yeah Good pick. Okay, you get another one. Another one. Um, Balsamo. Let's go with Micah Vanderdoon. Mm. She had a really good year last year. I think she even in the top ranking, she was like top 25 or something in the overall UCI. Yeah. And because yeah. she's a trackie and she's Dutch, they really like them to race a lot on the road um, to prepare. So I have a feeling, I mean, I might eat my words. Um, she's going to have another good year. Yeah. Good pick. Gracie? I'm going to go Mavi Garcia. She's mm. 40 and I think she's coming into her very best years. I reckon she's going to have a good year. She's going to be a bit of a vloody physically, maybe not with results, mm. but I think she's um, happy and strong. Yeah, good one. Um, I'm going to go Misha Bredewald. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I knew it was, I was like, this is pushing it, keeping her this late, yeah. but I was hoping she was too far down the sheet that no one would remember but I she had did. Her. She. I have her. She was what fifth this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. And second. And I'm, second. I, yeah. Yeah. Yep. She's. I'm excited for her future as a rider. Like she's really, really exciting. Tills. Mega Charlotte are cool. I think Webus continues oh, to focus her. on uh, her climbing, and Charlotte are cool is one of mm. the only ones that is a pure sprinter. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. Quiet start. Yeah. Been a bit sick, but she, uh, she's, yeah, building into something. Yeah, big stuff to come for her for sure. Matt? Uh, I'm going to take Guy Rialini. Oh, I was my... ready for you to do that eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. She's my uh, and I'll go Spratty as well. Mm. Oh, good. Good call. Is that a heart pick or a head pick? Um, Bit of both? Yes. I yes. think both of those, and uh, she's a, a good candidate for a, an older rider on the team, I reckon. Mm. 
I reckon that we'll see those two together a lot in races, working off each other. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This is where it gets trickier because once we get to the, like, we've gone through the a lot of the obvious picks. So this is where it gets more fun. The one I mm. want to go for, I'm so the tricky thing- concerned about her focus on the Olympics and going all in on mm. the Olympics and not doing too much else. I think mm. I know who you're thinking. <laughs> I mean, Gracie already picked Chloe Daggart, and that is definitely a concern with her. Yeah, yeah, that was my thought process with, with Chloe and how what her coach's, you know, ambitions would be for her. But then, of course, she did so well last year that Canyon are going to want her there out on the road a lot. So Yeah, that's for sure. Who you got, Tills? I'm going to go Rihanna Marcus. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love I her. She was um, Yumbo's top rider last year. Yeah. Yeah, with Voss out, she had yeah. a – I mean, it wasn't like she had a, any amazing, amazing performances, but she was super consistent. And, like, it was like she was kind of chipping away throughout the season. Yeah. I worry – I wonder what the – like, what they're going to um, – how they're going to have her focus this year, because obviously last year she was so all in on GC, especially for the tour and the Vuelta that I think that she, yeah, I don't know how that did, what that did for her form overall. Um, but I think that she, it's something that maybe if she sticks with it, she can get there, you know? Mm. I, I appreciate your faith. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing the commentary i'm doing the interpick commentary there's got to be something to write about in the in the write-up of this podcast um because i was worried that we weren't going to be able to do it but because it took two hours to do the men's one but we are banging through this i'm super impressed with us <laughs> we're so prepared look at us go <laughs> um i'm gonna go arlena sierra mm-hmm Oh, yeah. I mm. like that pick. Yeah, I just had to get to her before Gracie, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Christina Schweinberger. Damn you! Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. such a good pick. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Lord. Damn it, that was going to be you, my... Now you uh, need a second? To... <laughs> yeah. Give me a second. Not 30 I'm seconds. Trying to, trying to figure out who to get as a youngster. I think yeah. I've picked mine. Isn't Micah? She's still under 22, I think. Right? Matt can do the uh, fact checking on that. I'll do that right now. She is 22. Aha. Uh-huh. There you go. Nice. All right. I'm going to go for a bit of. Uh, I'm going to go Grace Brown. Because mm. I was really that surprised was with the one. amount of Aussies on this call. That was my so she has not been that's picked. That's what yet. I was talking about, yeah. Lauren. Yeah, was, I know. I know what your thought process was there, uh, Tills. But I, she's going to Lauren need to... talked you out of it, and then no, no, no. It's just she's gonna need to rack up points anyway. She hasn't automatically qualified, or has she qualified for the Olympics already? I think she has from her world's medal. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, that was gonna be my thought process, um, but. <laughs> Talk yourself still. out of it. <laughs> yeah, no, she's still like the past few years, always, you know, racked up points and been there. So I still think she'll be 100%. Yeah. running quite high in the UCI um, rankings. Yeah. So Grace, and then I get two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'm going to go Emma Norsgaard. Oh, she's looking good at the moment. Mm. Yeah, she is. I'm surprised you yeah. didn't take her, Abby. I, I was going, she was my next pick. So yeah. <laughs> that's Dang. unfortunate for me. Mm. <laughs> I got like most of my heart picks, but not, yeah, <laughs> not Emma. Okay. Gracie. I've, I've got my youngster. It's a good one. Neve Bradbury. Oh, no. Damn it. <laughs> ah. Yeah, she was my next one. <laughs> yep, same. I was thinking I could wait till later, but I... I record show that uh, I was about to pick Neve Bradbury. <laughs> it's a good shout because she, you know, she's going to do, she's already shown the early season form and for Canyon, I mean, she's going to be getting all those points in the tours, so... You know, the tour writers. She's already got a stack of points yeah. too. Mm. So head start. Well, I I <laughs> haven't had sorry. a chance to reassess after um, Emma got stolen from me. <laughs> uh, it is tricky though, isn't it? You, you don't want to leave your picks too late, but you also want to leave them, you want to get the, the best writers first. So it's a, it's a tricky balance to get right, I reckon. Yeah, it really is. Do I want to pick this person? This is a that that's like a fully heart pick, but she's gonna do it. <laughs> I think I've already have I gone through thirty Very seconds. This is times up. Um, times up. Might be Tills's pick. Shout out your name. <laughs> okay, I'm going bow bow and find. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. All right, Tills. I'm going to go, this is the heart and head pick because I believe in her. She'll, uh, I'm going to go Sarah Giganti. Um, I think, uh, yeah, she'll uh, she'll pick up points this year. She already has. And, yeah, if she can get through the rough and tumble, then she'll she'll do well. Mm. I think she's in a great I like spot. that. I'm very glad someone picked her up. And this is this, mine is the collective and she is an honorary member. So uh, she can mm-hmm. leave that to him. Matt? I've got two heart picks for my next two. Uh, Ruby Roseman Gannon. Mm-hmm. Sorry in advance, Gracie. Yeah, um, she was kind of on my long list. Yeah, I think she'll get lots <laughs> of points like she did last year. And um, my young rider, I want Antonio Niedermeyer on the team. Mm-hmm. Another good also one. A heart pick. We've uh, forgotten a little bit about her, right, the past few weeks because we just haven't been talking about her. She hasn't raced. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. off ski mowing, right? Yeah, there's still quite a few riders that haven't really raced yet, so there's no. a few things still to look forward to in the coming months. Yeah. Or two yeah. or season probably for some. Yeah, what I found hardest with this, to be honest, was because so many of the women are multidisciplined, um, yeah. was to make the picks based on what their ambitions were for the year and how that might impact um, you know, points before Olympics and post Olympics, because you also mm-hmm. often have it that there are still a lot of points to be won after the Olympics, and a lot of riders sweep those up that you know still manage to to hold the motivation. Um, because I know for a lot of athletes after the Olympics, it can be like coming down is quite hard. Um, so you can see things really change after August. Yeah, that's definitely true. That's where like the last three picks really come into play. I feel like. Mm. Okay, so, tells. Just <clears throat> to clarify again, with the UCI points, that all disciplines will be 
Uh, <laughs> that's what I wanted to know. All disciplines. No, wait, it's just road. What? Is it just road? No. Yeah, Is yeah. Road, all UCI road points. Wait, I feel like I've been duped here. I misunderstood the brief. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of your My riders you've got right now wants. are road riders. I know, so but this next one good. that I want, if it's only road, then I will not pick her. Well, we know we know who you're talking about now, I think. Is like, it Puck? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She did damn good over the weekend. Like yeah. she was she up did, there. She did too much work. It was ridiculous. She was just on the yeah. front with so many teams behind her. I felt like she was on a training ride. She was like, I need to hit my mm. FTP for Strata yeah. Bianchi. So I need to hit this now. So yeah. Oh, yeah, but could... she's definitely a rider that comes back to what I was saying. She's just done cross. She's targeting the Olympics for mountain bike, right? Mm. So how mm. does that play out again in the sort of early season and then um, post-Olympics? So I think she'll be there. Uh, like if she's at a race, she's going to be up there, but it will be a case of how many races is she going to do and then when the World Cups start up for mountain biking, how does that affect the calendar? Matt, do I have a young rider? I don't think I do. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna go. Gigant isn't Sarah. No, she's not. No, Gigant is 23. I'm gonna go uh, Ella Wiley. That's a good. That's to be fair. That's a really good pick. Yeah, represent New Zealand. Um, I'm going Elise Shabby. Do you get points? I was gonna ask. Do you get points for the Queen of the Mountain UCI points? Is that official? <laughs> yeah, you do actually. I think because <laughs> I had to think of thought about her, but I was like, "Wait, if you get points for Queen of the Mountain, that that bitch will win." Matilda's <laughs> going for the bonus seconds over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long game. All right, Gracie. Oh, uh, I think I've got a good one, Rosita Reinhardt. Mm. Mm. That is a good one. She's gonna be really interesting this year and I think that whole team's going to lift more than what we've seen yet mm. mm-hmm. okay Lauren you got two picks uh Avita Music it's a really good pick she's been looking so good this year yeah and Chiara Consonia she'd be picked. Oh, damn it nice one I'm honestly I really surprised that her. she made it this it far yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. She gets sent to the shittest Belgium races. I always see her there and she always wins. All those 1.1s, she just... Uh, That's why she's, she's so high up on the UCI She cleans ratings. them up. Clean, she yeah. sweeps up those little those points. Oh, damn it. Hold on. <laughs> right, back to the drawing board. Quick. <laughs> okay. Well, this is our last round. We're in our final picks oh, right now. It comes down to this. Oh, Abby, a little uh, last pick. After this, are you going to talk a little bit about the, what the prize is? I mean, I'm competitive, so like I want to win. I got really nervous <laughs> before this, like almost so much so I had to do the like the nervous poo before. You know, like the pre <laughs> the pre race nervous poop. Oh my god! You guys get that? Oh, I'm not going to sleep for two hours. This has got me so dead. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be lying there in bed, like going over the list, assessing of- my yeah. how yep. I play this, going over my. Final we have pick. to. We'll have to con- converge and talk about what we want the prize to be because 
On the men's side, the loser has to do an Everesting. Oh, and, that's no good. Um, oh, dear God. <laughs> There's multiple no way of us on this podcast are physically incapable of doing an Everesting <laughs> at this point in time. So uh, I, I don't think that that is a great option for us. I had thought that whoever gets last has to give the person who wins a present of some kind. Um, mm. Nothing crazy, but like a I nice like little gift in the mail. You know, something we all know. They should each have other. to give everyone a present, but just ranking in like the first person got a really good present this year. Come on, that's so good. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind opening this prize or loser has to do something to our discorders. Yeah, I, think they I like could that. Come up with some pretty cool things. To the collective. We like, can like I feel thing. like this is something we can come up with like off mic and decide something decide on something good. Uh, yeah, because I just haven't gotten there yet. I haven't thought that far. <laughs> the the Everesting thing is too... brutal, though. Like I've always yeah, had we're it not doing that in my mind. I would like to do one, but I would have to say, like, if I lost this, it would have to be within a five-year timeline or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why. Depends. Can I use my e-bike? That's yeah, not true. Yeah, you can use your e-bike. That's not a true. You can totally. Not enough you can totally use your e-bike. I'll use my e-bike because Gracie, I love that. Gracie that, and I can do that. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah that'd be super. And do you have to do it in like just one ride, or can you do it over a week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, wait. Let's finish this off, Gracie. Yeah, who's your it. final pick? Um, I am going to go for Olivia Barrill. Ah, uh, good. Yeah, good shout. I I did want to pick um Diagnan as a heart pick, but I don't think she's going to get that many points this year. Is she picked yet? No, ah. but I was—I've been eyeing her. Mm. Mm. Oh, I really yeah. want her to good results this year, though. So she looked I'm pretty not, good not at Hogland, about. to be fair. I'm gonna go Naomi Ruig. Mm. Yeah, Tell Okay, I'm gonna go Marta Luck. Luck. Good Got call. She loves loves a broom. Sweep up those weak points. <laughs> and Matt. <laughs> Who we got? I think there's so many good riders we haven't talked about. Oh, yeah. I was trying to work out which one's the, the best. Like, so many. Well, that's a good point a good Till's um, made is like we often focus on just the podium riders, right? But it's those riders who uh, have big calendars and race a lot of the big races and do run top 10s or top 15s and just consecutively accumulate points. Because when I was looking at the rankings, some of the rankings, I was like, oh, you hear that rider's name quite a bit but you wouldn't think they'd be that high up but um yeah mm. that's how i'm gonna make my last pick base yeah like but, daria pikalik yeah you've made your last pick mm. lauren it's mm. done oh <laughs> damn it i still damn thought it. I, I was like <laughs> I mean, we could... every one of my writers on my list has been picked and i've been scrolling through the rankings going hmm we could do we could do more than eight writers because we've gone we've done so well time-wise that we can do 10 riders if you guys want to do 10 riders. I don't mind. That's fine by me. I've got plenty more I can choose from. So. <laughs> All right, we're doing 10. Okay, Matt, keep going. Let's keep sure. this going. Well, this is great for me. Uh, Kristen Faulkner and Anna Henderson. Oh, oh man. Damn you. Yeah, damn Ooh. you indeed. I would have picked Henderson. Yeah, yeah, even though she's out, she'll be back quick enough, I'm sure. Okay. Tells. Oh, um, shit. You've just, I've just like put it all in and then you've come back to me. 
I know, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, there was a really good sprinter from UAE that was in Australia. Oh, Sophia Berdanzolo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, she's going to have a good year, I reckon. She's looking good. I feel like I put her in the um, Riders to Watch in the like classics overview uh, that I did. Can you send me that article? Um, i am gonna go soraya paladin and i believe that oh. is me done for canyon sram mm. dang i was gonna yep, pick i got i got three canyon srams on there so that is that i'm off uh, canyon sram is off limits for me now gracie who you got oh okay now i have to go on the timer because they're all my picks <laughs> Uh, who? You know what? I'll just pick Lizzie because mm. I need a hug. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, Lauren, you got two, and this one is your final. You have two, and the second one is your final pick. All right. Did anyone pick Daria or not? Nope. Okay, I'm gonna take her. And oh, oh god, um, panic pick, panic pick. <laughs> mm. Knee Fisher Black. Oh, that was mine. Damn, that was my heart pick. That nice. I was like, if I get, if I, <laughs> that was my heart pick. But I feel like I, I resisted picking her because I just don't know what the team is going to allow her to do. Yeah, she's the. I reckon like she's going to once... sweep up end of season points. Yeah, I mean it's fair if she's she, but she, she's got the form now. Hmm. But isn't um isn't so, uh, Kapeki going to the Juro? Is she doing the Juro? Because Neem yeah. will go the Juro usually. Yeah. But, yeah. But if she doesn't, then Neem should yeah target the Juro. Which would be she yeah. she looked so good in Valenciana. Yeah. Um. That that is the only rider so far that I regret because <laughs> I wanted to pick her so mm. bad. But I just don't, it's just so up in the air with like what SD Works Pro Time will allow her to to do, what freedom she'll get. Okay, Gracie, last pick. All right, I'm going to go Dominica. Well, I can never say it. <laughs> How did we say it? I need it? my audio, my audio from Cash. Lodacic. 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 Yeah. Good one. Okay. Um, I am going to go. Hmm, that's a heart pick. It's a head pick, but it's a heart pick. That one doesn't seem smart. Uh, I'm surprised, actually, there's one that you haven't picked, Abby. But go go say what you're going to say first. I know exactly who you are talking about. Because mm. I was going to pick just her worried, as well. Yeah, I'm just worried that she's, she's not going to get the points that I need because she's such a specialized... Rider. Hmm. 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 I'm going to go Allison Jackson. Yeah. yeah she's quite mm. high up. She's very high up. Yeah, she is. Mm. At Perry Roubaix Femme. Thanks right. to Perry Roubaix, yeah. Yeah. Tills. Last now, pick. I actually, like, I was tossing up about whether I should actually pick someone from that, um, uh, what's that country called? Uzbekistan. Because somehow they sound a little bit dodgy and somehow they come across a lot of points. And so I feel like <laughs> I maybe pick 
their best rider who's actually quite good. I saw her, but I'm just not sure about that Tashkent City women's team. I feel like somehow they're just going to have points even though you've never seen them race. But it's a risk. And I'm sure it can happen twice. So I'm going to go Na- Naomi Rouge. Rouge. I already picked her. No, already taken. Ah, what? Yeah, that was me. Damn it. Sorry, bud. I'm sorry. I was going to go her because EF need points. Who are they going to use to get there all their points? Oh. she's She also, she won that race in Mallorca. Like, she's mm. um, she's really good. Matt, you're going to have to go. I really put a lot of time and thought into that. Sorry. Um, I can go if you want, or I can wait. Yeah, up to go. You. I'll go, ooh, actually. Let's go Marta Cavalli. Oh, yeah. That is a that's a risky pick, seeing as she just broke her. Yeah. If she's on, she's yeah. on, and you've got a winner, but that might be a mid-season. If she's off, she's real off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, mm. Till's your last. Yeah, I'm just, I'm tossing up between Victoria. Has she been picked? Guazzini? No, she hasn't. No. But that's yeah, a good pick. She, she's she's yeah, and then that um, trek the new trek transfer uh, from FDJ Coppin something. Oh, Clara Capone, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. She might she was looking good on one of them, but I'll go Victoria. Yeah, but she might target the track this year. I'll go yeah, yeah. Guazzini. Good one. That's a good one. Also, she's awesome. She did audio diaries for us during the tour last year, and she's oh, yeah. hilarious. Big fan. Right, we need good yeah. vibes. All right, that's it. We got the picks. Now I'm going to have a blast trying to keep track of all of the points for these riders. But that's it. We got, that's it. We're done. Who feels good? I feel good. I feel like the only regret that I have is Neve Fisher Black, but that is like a purely a heart regret. How's everyone feeling looking at their teams? Yeah, I I thought that was fun. Pretty good. I'm pretty happy with my team. My team is unstoppable. Yeah, it was good. It should be the teams. (laughs) <laughs> thinks they've got a winning team they should be the teams <laughs> I think they'll be celebratory Fritz and Mayo at all the races for my team <laughs> yeah, recovery food <laughs> the best recovery food <laughs> uh, Matt how well, are you feeling I'm feeling good if you can give me another couple minutes I'll have the points standings already at this point in the season how on earth did you do that if you would like so if you if you want to talk amongst yourselves, I can I can just finish I off the last three riders here, and I can give you a running total so far. I want to know, That's but unreal. at the same time, I'm going to be like probably I don't know. It's going to ruin your day. It's either yeah. going to make your day you know? or ruin your day. Hey, at least I don't have to go to bed now because that might just news. be yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't sleep anyway. Well, I. Um, I'm super excited for this. We've got, we've got two races coming up this week also. So we got a good opportunity for points to be gathered, especially for, uh, for Lauren with Emma Norsgaard coming Mm -hmm. into La Inn. Pretty sure she won that last year. And then, so that's on Tuesday, the day that you're listening to this podcast. And then we got Strada Bianchi personally, one of my favorite races on the calendar. So big week coming up for us. So, Abby, in your article, in your article, you spoke about the SD works for the biggest losers from Strata. Mm. Uh, like, on loop. Sorry, for Strata, do you think Mm. they're still the favourites, and that's only fired them up more? 
I think, yeah, I feel like we experienced a potentially season changing event at Omloop in that all the teams saw SD works get beat. And that's going to be awesome for morale in the Peloton, I feel like. But, Mm -hmm. but there's also, there's still that, like, that, like, underlying terror going into S going into strata because they were just so strong last year at this race. And if there's a race that Demi is going to come into and be better Mm -hmm. off, I mean, it was her first race of the year on loop. So if she wasn't looking like her normal self, she's it's, it doesn't say anything about the season ahead. I feel like so going into strata. Yeah. I think it's going to be part of it might hinge on if they have Royster back. If she's feeling feeling good, how fast she can bounce 100%. back from that virus. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, I think Demi, yeah, like we were saying, Demi of last year is not Demi of this year for this race, I think. Unless she just had I, bad yeah. legs, which yeah, could happen. And she, her legs weren't awful. It just they weren't what we saw at Strata last year where she was incredible and Kapeki was incredible. Um I think going into Strata, honestly, the team that I'm the most excited for is Little Track. Yeah, agreed. And like Loretta Hansen put on her Instagram post, um, I think probably all of us read the caption there and Lizzie shared it was the important thing about this weekend for them was gaining confidence and they've definitely walked away, I think, confident from that performance. You saw like how excited Shirin and Elisa were at the end of the race, hugging each other. And and in both of their interviews, they were thrilled about how the race went, even if they didn't win. Mm. And I feel like that's super important going into the rest of the classics, because if they had looked at how they raced on Saturday and they reacted like most of the people in the comment section on my post-race analysis, then they would be going into the classic season with a lot of negativity. But instead they looked at their performance. They said, we've done what we could and it didn't turn out but our form is there. So going into Strata, I think they're only going to have more options and they're only going to take from the performance that they had on Saturday and move it into the rest of the season. So I'm looking exactly. at another Elisa Langoborghini victory at Strata. Would love that. Personally. Sounds good. Yeah. Here for it. I would probably yep. cry. To be I'm honest. definitely here for it. Cause she's on my list. <laughs> yeah. Of Matt who, okay, Matt, we've given you minutes. Yeah. I've got the numbers. Do you want the numbers? Okay. Do we want the numbers? Let's go. Yeah. All right. So I think these are right. I, as a disclaimer, I have just done this very quickly. So if there are mistakes, can you go apologize. bottom up? I can. Yeah. Uh, okay. So in fifth place at the moment, Lauren, fifth, uh, one thousand five hundred ninety-two <laughs> points. Sake. <laughs> uh, Tills in fourth, sixteen zero three. Abby in third, sixteen forty-seven. Uh, I'm in second with 23.16, and then Gracie in oh, the that's lead. that's a big gap right there. Uh, Gracie in the lead with 26.71, so already 350 Damn. points ahead of anyone else. <laughs> well, that's completely unsurprising, and I'd where we are. <laughs> um, I wasn't expecting there to be such a big gap between you and me, Matt. That's that's gonna take that. That's gonna take some serious work to catch up. Well, I've peaked early, so this is as good as it gets for me. <laughs> I don't know how fast, how you did that so fast. Cause it would have taken me a full day, but I'm excited to keep this going. And, uh, thanks. Thanks so much to you guys for agreeing to do this with me. I feel well, like mostly I think it's going to keep the up time. the banter for the year. That's for sure. That's yeah. definitely true. Dude, this, this is going to be fun. Oh, I'm just thinking hippie. about all my life choices. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet dreams. Slum liquor. <laughs>
<laughs> My mates will rip me a new one. <laughs> Demi we trust in Demi we trust. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do we want to do what we're obsessed with or should we end it? Matt, you do want to do? Quickly, yeah. I've got a good one. Mine's Matt, a good you want to go first? Sure, I've, I've got a quick one. Uh, there is a British author called China Meevil who writes beautifully weird sci-fi slash horror um his novel the city and the city is an absolute masterpiece and i'm currently reading um another book of his called Perdido street station um it's about 900 pages it's very big and it's amazing and i'm loving every second of it he's so creative not only with his concepts but the way he kind of twists the english language to his own um use his own devices and uh yeah, highly recommend his work. China Meevil, his name is, and he's he's a, a master. Mine's not a sponsor plug, but at the moment, I'm actually obsessed with, even though I don't get to do it that much, Zwift. Um, I was going to say you're back on yeah. Zwift. Back on I've been Zwift sick brain. the past three days, but uh, I'm looking forward to be being able to get back on the bike because it's, at the moment, the only way I can do a bit of exercise and it feels really nice to just actually, like, spin the legs over and maybe have a fitness goal at the end of the year, which we will talk about maybe in June when I have an idea if it's possible or not. Perfect. Love that. <laughs> Who's next? I'll go next. Um, I have been binging season three of Ted Lasso, and I know it's basic, but oh, it's just so bloody good. I love it. It's so good. It's just That's like a good one. I love Ted every, Lasso. Every That's episode funny. makes me feel good, and it's just nice to watch TV that makes you feel good. It's I funny. meant to ask you, Lauren, if you've been watching Mode at First Sight, but I'll save that for another time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, um, what I've been obsessed with. Oh, so I wanted to say this, the WSL. So I think also because I'm crying poor about how difficult it is, and I'm sorry to harp on about it, but watching cycling at the moment uh, with the demise of GCN. But the WSL, the, the World Surfing League, they just have an app and it's free and it is just the most beautiful thing that is so easy to watch. They have all of the live surfing on um, live on YouTube um, and the women are just killing it. So Pipeline uh, was on um, a few weeks ago and so only like two years ago the women weren't allowed to surf Pipeline. It was considered too mm. dangerous. Only four years ago they were pretty much allowed into the lineup. So it's only recently been introduced to the women's program and the surfing that the women put down was absolutely on par with the men's. They ended up getting better waves and Aussie girl, she ended up getting a 10 which never happens, a perfect score on this insane wave that she caught. And, uh, yeah, they're just it's just really exciting to watch. Um, and then I sort of took that and watched some of the Red Bull hardline that happened in Tasmania this, this past weekend, um, which, uh, yeah, the women haven't always been involved in. And then, yeah, just these young women were doing the whole run. So if you get a chance, get on YouTube. Google it. It's uh, yeah, it was amazing to watch and uh, super inspiring and just yeah, this next generation man, there, it's exciting. They're just on is, um, I don't know if you've seen it, Tills. If it's on Netflix mm. or Disney, yeah. I don't know, or Prime, maybe one of those. Um, oh, it's like a a thing about uh, young Hawaiian surfers, like up and comers, 
Uh, And the woman who won Pipeline two years ago, the first time it was, she was actually one of the young girls that features um, or young women. I think she must be 24 or so now. She was on this, this like reality show, which is really cool. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, if anyone has watched like girl, that movie Girls Can't Surf, you know, it's just this oh, yeah. whole sport of where women were just so held back and like not even allowed in the lineup. Like they couldn't even practice on the way that they just get bullied out. And to see them now, what they're doing is, uh, yeah, it's incredible. It was very cool. Very cool. What about Blue Crush? Have you guys seen Blue Crush? Oh, I haven't. <laughs> yeah. Bring it down. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> after watching that movie i tried my hand at surfing um but unfortunately realized i <laughs> was not skilled I, I and it clashed with cycling i fractured <laughs> so. a rib a few weeks ago it's the worst injury i've ever had i reckon it's like honestly oh, it's like <laughs> you can't laugh you can't sit down it like hurts oh, asleep. Just recovered. yeah 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 at, at the risk of sounding super lame, I'm obsessed with this draft. I just see a f- season worth of smack talk and and stress and joy coming out of this <laughs> situation. And I'm looking at some of the we like we need to have another chat because like at some point because I'm looking at some of the writers that didn't get picked and like we didn't pick Ashley Willampasio, which is super fascinating. Um, I feel like because she's probably going to be uber focused on like one goal this year. That um, yeah, but there's like a couple riders that that got passed passed over that are just really fascinating. Like I would have picked Megan Jastrap, I think, if she hadn't didn't she was on uh, my list wasn't injured. Yeah, yeah if, no if we knew Dyke when she well. was going to be back in the race. Yeah. Oh my God, you're yeah. right. No Ellen Van Dyke. Um. Anyway, we'll save Ooh. it for another time because I I want to keep this podcast a reasonable length. But I'm obsessed with this draft. I'm really excited. I'm like super excited. <laughs> I hope you guys are fraction as excited as I am. I love and Abby, I just want to, Abby, I want to give you a shout out because your little Trek M&M's name for the men's draft was pretty good. I like that. I rated it. <laughs> I just thought like they could use it's some good. more solid colors in there. <laughs> and imagine, no, imagine like it- the... The possibilities for like promo, you could have little tiny packs of M and M's with like little Trek brand that you'd hand out at races. And who doesn't love a kid sized pack of M and M's? But like, how True. terrifying is Gracie's team? Like resting bitch face as its name, and then you look at the riders <laughs> and you're like, you would it would be like the New Zealand hucker. Like you would already be <laughs> beat before you even start the race. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to use resting bitch face because one I always had one and I've got so many photos of me looking just miserable at races but also like the second reason was that like women get told to smile all the time and I hate it yeah and it just cracks me so so it's like own it just own it and one of my favorite things about watching the women's world cup was just like how focused they were and they were just like they didn't have to smile. They were just there playing. And I just, I really love that to see more women just like not having to be performative, but actually just being athletes. Did you guys see that viral video of the Scottish golfer practicing her drive and the oh, guy next to her, even, she was filming herself? I couldn't herself. watch the yeah. whole thing. I could so not good. actually yeah. bring myself to watch the whole thing. It was, 
Oh, horrific. That yeah. was classic. Yeah. If you look I, up mansplaining, the comments that's what were, comes up. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I felt like that I I was more I was more uh taken aback by all the comments of from other women saying like you shouldn't you should have told them who you are or you shouldn't listen to him or something like all the comments were just like, Oh, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. And I was like, I mean, I feel like she handled the situation like pretty well, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. But that, that reminds me of that video. It's time to wrap it up. It's time to wrap it up. <laughs> thanks everybody for being here, especially Tills, um, because oh, it is way me. too late and we will oh. be back with some of us on Monday and the rest of us in June.